morning, everybody. Good day, good day. It's Monday, and it's 6.18 my time. Um, it's Monday, you guys. How was your weekend? Can't even keep it straight. You guys, I'm not even all the way there. And I went to bed early. I went to bed early all weekend long, you guys. I don't know why. I just felt like it. So this weekend, you guys, we had a cold spurt where I'm at. It actually got cold. It dusted the ground with snow. It sucks. I'm really not. I don't like playing out in the snow. chapter 42 boom well slow today you guys so this weekend this weekend you guys the bearings went out in my bike um i was quite upset about it it made me really upset, in fact. I think it happened on Thursday. I cried. I didn't know it was my bearings. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out for the life of me. My pedals just froze. Um, and it just made me really upset because I didn't know how I was going to fix it when I couldn't find anything. Well, thankfully, I have a co-worker who rides bikes also. And he ended up taking it apart. I had to walk it down to my work yesterday in the cold. <laughs> and he took it apart and the bearings just crumbled all over the floor. I was like, well, geez, they were tore apart. So you guys, God will always make a way. That's that's the moral of this story. That even in the worst, like, and I was pretty upset about it. Because I love my bike. And I couldn't find anything. I couldn't figure it out. Like, there was nothing on. The pedals just froze. Couldn't Google nothing. It wasn't coming up. Um, it was it was frustrating me. And I've been this frustrated with my bike before changing a tire. I remember it. I was so prideful. I wouldn't let anybody help me. Um, and I kept getting a flat, kept getting a flat. I couldn't get it right. And eventually I had somebody at uh, one of the local, like the Ace True Value store. He finally actually put my tube on and aired it up for me, and it was fine. Um, and I think God was just showing me that I need to stop being so prideful. I think he's showing me that right now. So this weekend, you guys... Not a whole lot. I did my video on Saturday. I spent a lot of time just chillaxing. My kids were gone, which was kind of nice. So I had a very, very quiet house. And um, I just chillaxed, which was really nice. Uh, not much. How was your guys' weekend? How was your weekend? Good morning. How was your weekend? 
There's some people from other countries that post pictures and it's really nice where they're at. The sun is shining, it's beautiful. So let's recap you guys. I wanna just get right into it. I wanna recap from chapter 41, okay? So Joseph, Joseph, you guys, let's, Joseph. This young lad who's in prison for nothing, Joseph, right? Um, he gets called upon by the Pharaoh. Why? Because the Pharaoh is having dreams. The Pharaoh is having dreams. He sees seven fat cows. Um, and then there's seven gauntly cows that come up in this dream. And they eat the fat cows. But they're still gauntly. And then he has another dream that there's grain. There's seven fat heads of grain. And up come seven gauntly ones. And they devour the seven fat ones. But they're still gauntly looking. So he's looking around. He's looking for magicians. Because back then they believed in those kind of things. You know, like today many of us believe in witches. But that just isn't true. Um, sorry to burst people's bubbles. But there is no such thing as witches. It's just... We do not have powers unless God bestows them upon us. But that's neither here nor there. So he calls on these magicians. They can't do nothing. They can't decipher their dream. Why? Because they didn't give him this dream. So the butler, you remember the butler who got restored to his position, but the chef that got hung, the one that Joseph uh, deciphered his dream for him. He told Pharaoh, I forgot. <laughs> this guy in prison, he told me that this was going to happen with me. He deciphered my dream, and he also knew that you were going to hang the chef. Um, so the Pharaoh goes, I want to see this man. So they get Joseph all cleaned up and ready. And he goes and sees the Pharaoh. And he tells the Pharaoh, God has given you this dream because it's going to happen. It's a God-ordained thing. You're going to have seven great years of plenty. There's going to be plenty of grain, plenty of everything. It's going to be beautiful. He goes, then you're going to have seven years of famine. And along with that, Joseph gave him specific instructions in how to overcome the seven years of famine and keep everybody within the land fed. Um, so the Pharaoh's like, what do I do? What do I do? Who do I put in charge of this? And he goes, I'm going to put Joseph in charge. So guess what? Joseph's now in charge of everything in Egypt. And there it is. You guys, he is running everything. I mean, he is the head of everything. And so guess what? Like during the years of like plenty, Joseph was able to save all the grains and they were able to store it within the cities and prepare for the seven years of famine. Um, let me fast forward. Wrong chapter. So, um, you know, so when the seven years of famine came, they let it out to everyone around Egypt or on the cities that there was grain to buy. And that kept the economy going. So how beautiful it was that the Pharaoh listened. I mean, but he was so plagued by this dream. And you will get plagued by dreams, you guys. Dreams, when it's a dream that God has given you, it will plague you. It will, it will just nick at you and plague you and plague you and plague you. That's a dream by God. You either submit or you live in pain and suffering. So, 
the last verse of chapter 41 says, So all countries came to Joseph in Egypt to buy grain, because the famine was severe in all lands. Period. Period. So you guys, we're going to start on chapter 42. I got a mind blink right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Mind is way somewhere it should not be. Okay, get it together. Okay, so in chapter 42. When Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, remember Jacob, Jacob was Joseph's father, okay? Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt, and Jacob said to his sons, Why do you look at one another? And he said, Indeed, I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down to that place and buy for us there, that we may live and not die. So Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt. Dun, 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 dun. Let's see what really happens now that that Joseph's brothers, remember the brothers that enslaved him in the beginning because of their jealousy, their insecurities. Um, they now have to go buy grain from the very brother that they enslaved, who ended up being exactly what he told them he was going to be. Mm -hmm. And he said, indeed, oh, okay. So Joseph's ten brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt, but Jacob did not send Joseph's brother Benjamin with his brothers, for he said, lest some calamity befall on him. So the son of Israel, the sons of Israel, because his name is also Israel, went to buy grain among those who journeyed, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. Now Joseph was the governor over the land, and it was he who sold all the people of the land, and Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their faces to the earth. Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he acted as a stranger to them and spoke roughly to them. Then he said to them, where do you come from? And they said, from the land of Canaan to buy food. Ah, so this was God ordained. God, they were going to run into Joseph again. This is, this is meant to be. There needs to be some closure. God made this happen. And Joseph did see them, but he didn't let go of who he was. So... Um, then Joseph remembered the dreams in which he dreamed about them and said to them, you are spies. You have come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said to him, no, my Lord, but your servants have come to buy food. We are all one man's son. We are honest men, your servants, not spies. Hmm. Honest. Hmm. Let's not forget Shechem and that city and how you ruthlessly plundered, but you're honest, right? Huh? Lies, lies, lies. I smell lies. Uh -huh. Sorry, you guys. I'm going to have fun with uh -huh. I'm going to have fun with this. Okay. But he said to them, Oh, too busy playing with my hair. Ah, I'll find it again. But he said to them, no, but you come to see the nakedness of the land. And they said, your servants are 12 brothers, the sons of one man in the land of Canaan. And in fact, the youngest is with our father today. And 
one is no more. Ooh, so they do bring up Joseph. They bring up that he is no longer one more. Um, but Joseph said to them, it is as I spoke to you, saying, you are spies. In this manner you shall be tested, but the life of the Pharaoh you shall not leave this place unless your youngest brother comes here. Send one of you and let him bring your brother, and you shall be kept in prison, that your words may be tested to see whether there is a truth in you, or else by the life of the Pharaoh surely you are spies. So he put them all together in prison for three days. Then Joseph said to them the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers be confined to your prison house, but you go and carry grain for the famine of your houses and bring your youngest brother to me so your words will be verified and you shall not die. And they did so. So basically he's telling them, I'm going to keep one of you. You're going to go back. You're going to take the food back to your family, um, but you're going to bring your youngest brother back. Okay, you, you're going to prove to me that these words are true. He's basically messing with them at this point. I'm sure he wants to see his family, but deep down, he really is messing with them a little bit. And I don't blame him. I would too. I mean, after everything? How long did he sit in prison for them? And they said to one another, We are truly guilty concerning our brother, for we saw the anguish of his soul when he pleaded with us, and we would not hear. Therefore, this distress has come upon us. Hmm, they're remembering when Joseph pleaded with them. Now look at them. Karma. This is called karma. This is called you owe a debt to God. You owe a debt in this world and you will pay it one way or another. You guys, we all owe debts. One way or another, you will pay it. Ooh, I'm going to come back to that for an example. And Reuben answered them saying, did I not speak to you saying, do not sin against the boy and you would not listen. Therefore, behold, his blood is now required of us. But they did not know that Joseph understood them for he spoke to them through an interpreter and he turned himself away from them and wept. Then he returned to them again and talked with them and he took Simon from them and bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph gave a command to fill their sacks with grain to restore every man's money to his sack and give them provisions for the journey. Thus he did for them. So they loaded their donkeys with the grain and departed there. But as one of them opened his sack and gave his donkey's feet at the encampment, he saw his money, and there it was in the mouth of his sack. So he said to his brothers, My money has been restored, and there it is in my sack. Then their hearts failed them, and they were afraid, saying to one another, What is it that God has done to us? So basically, they didn't have to pay for the grain. They got given back everything plus the grain. They're scared now. They're scared what's going on. We don't understand this. At first we're in prison and now he's restoring our money. What is going on? What is going to happen to us? This, this seems like a trick. They started to fear it. Then they turned to Jacob, their father in the land of Canaan, and told him all that happened to them, saying, the man, is, the man who is Lord of the land spoke roughly to us and took us for spies in the country. But we said to him, we are honest men. We are not spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of our father. One is no more, and the youngest is with our father this day in the land of Canaan. Then the man, the lord of the country, said to us, But this I will know, you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me. Take food for the famine of your household and be gone. And bring your youngest brother to me, so I will know that you are not spies. 
but that you are honest men. I will grant your brother to you, and you may trade in the land. Then it happened as they emptied their sacks that surprising each man's bundle of money was in his sack. And when they and their father saw the bundles of money, they were afraid. And Jacob their father said to them, You have bereaved me. Joseph is no more. Simon is no more. And you want to take Benjamin? Simon must be the brother that was in prison or staying with Joseph right now. All these things are against me. Then Reuben spoke to his father saying, kill my two sons if I do not bring back to bring him back to you. Put him in my hands and I will bring him back to you. But he said, my son shall not go down with you for his brother is dead. He is left alone. If any calamity should befall him along the way in which you go, then you would bring down my gray hair with sorrow to the grave. And that is the end of 42, you guys. So basically it's saying, in the end he's saying, um, just a sec. Um, so basically he's saying at the end, I'm not sending my son with you. I'm not, because if he goes with you and something happens, um, I'm going to die. I will die from sorrow. Like, you're not going to do this to me again, boys. Like, look at what you've done already. Jacob is looking at the history. Like, look at my life since you guys took things into your own hands. Look at the city of Shechem. Ever since then, we've had nothing but troubles upon ourselves. Look at it. Shechem, you totally murdered every man there, took everybody as slaves, plundered the city, took it out of greed. Then Rachel dies, barely making it through birth. Joseph gets eaten by a wild beast. He's no more, and I can't even believe it. And we're starving. And, and, and look, like... What more can you take from me? Good day. Good morning. So let's recap 42, you guys. So Jacob saw that there was grain in Egypt and he sent his sons to go get some. Okay. There was a famine. They were starving. They needed grain. And he told his sons, go get grain in Egypt. Well, guess what? Jacob saw them. That was God ordained. So Jacob saw them and walked up on them and he messed with them. He's like, you guys are spies. And they're like, no, we're not. We're honest men. Mm, yeah, right. Well, he ends up taking them in and putting them in prison. And he goes, for me to trust what you say, you're going to, good morning. How are you? I miss you guys. How is it down there? How is the weather? Oh, it's so good to see your name pop up. <laughs> it's so cold here. It's so cold. 
Not that cold. I'm just crying like a little girl. Oh gosh, how's the grandbaby? The smiling grandbaby. Oh, it's so beautiful. So I'm actually talking in Genesis. Oh, yeah. I see your guys' pictures with your barbecues all the time. It looks so good. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, the summer was a little different. It's a lot of people scattered. A lot of people scattered. But uh, it's good you guys have a place down there. A, a good big place to have big parties. You know, that's nice. That's nice for you guys. So I was actually just going through my jail journal and no kidding, I still... I'm actually putting it all, because I did some serious soul searching, I, uh, I still have the letter you wrote me. <laughs> I was like, this was the best thing I ever got. It gave me a lot of hope. I even got the date that I got it too. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, I kept that. That was pretty awesome. So, well, I'm glad, hopefully everything's going good with you guys with COVID. I know it's super crazy. Like, it's kind of crazy up here. We've been very fortunate, me and the kids. And anybody around us has been very, very, very fortunate. Um, but we stay very just within ourselves. So it's been, uh, it's been kind of nice. So, but um, let's see. I've actually been reading the Bible front to back. It almost seems tedious, but I actually kind of like it. So, oh, don't. <laughs> um but that's what i'm doing and i'm on the story of of joseph living out his dream but uh uh he was um he was imprisoning his brothers was actually where i was at his brothers who actually put him in jail they were very insecure and they were very um they were jealous that he had a dream that one day he would rule over them so what they did was they threw him in a pit and then sold him to slavery and he ended up spending a good amount of time in the egyptian jail um but he deciphered the pharaoh's dream and the pharaoh put him in charge of everything and guess what he runs into these deceitful brothers later on and he ends up messing with them and uh uh oh i'm so totally thrown off now i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so so he ends up messing with them and throws them in jail and um when he throws them in jail he tells them uh either you are gonna have to leave one of you behind and go bring the youngest brother back to me um, and so he sends them back with grain to his father and restores them their money and they see that later on in the trip and they're scared they're like wait a second here this man who's in charge of everything in Egypt put us in jail then he gave us grain then he restored our money now he wants our younger brother and their father's terrified he's like I'm not sending my youngest son with you 
um, because look what happened to Joseph, the very son that's calling them, you know, and he's like, I'm not sending them. That was the end of 42. He goes, I'm not sending my youngest son with you because of what happened to Joseph and I'll die if something happens to him. So that's the recap. But yeah, that's what I've basically been doing is reading the Bible. I got a good year, year of stuff. So, but it's good. Like, how's everybody been doing? Like, how have you guys been doing with COVID? Okay, so re you guys, it's Monday. It is Monday. Challenge, challenge of the day. Challenge, challenge. The challenge is going to be, when has somebody done you wrong? Really, you know in your heart and you just, you did something to get back at them. That's the challenge of the day. Really think about that. How did you get back at them? In a little, little way, just like Joseph. You're going to look at yourself like Joseph. Joseph got back at his brothers and not in a bad way, not in a bad way, but he did mess with their, with their feelings and their emotions. Like, and I would too. I think he spent about 20, I want to say he spent some time in jail, in prison. I'm going to have to look back on that. So you guys, that's your challenge for the day. It is Monday. I hope it's beautiful where you're at. I hope it's next week. You know, we're gearing up to Christmas. So this week is the week to get stuff done and just decorate and spend time with the family. Do some baking. Do some fun things with your family. Like, don't miss out on the Christmas meaning of family and being together like and just doing things i was going through pictures with my children pictures of when they were babies i started crying and they're like oh god here goes mom again she's crying mom why do you gotta cry over this stuff but it's so beautiful to look at my children and now they're like all growing up it's beautiful oh there's somebody's alarm so i love you guys you have a beautiful monday Thank you, Sonia, for stopping by. I miss you, and I love you guys. And kiss that grand baby girl. Lots of hugs and kisses. So beautiful when they're so little and smiley. I don't remember the last time I saw a baby that little. Like, it's been forever since I've actually held a baby. I think I would probably lose it. If somebody handed me their baby, I'd be like, oh, I'd start crying. I would start crying. So I love you guys. You have a beautiful Monday and God bless.